Hello and welcome to the Zurich Life Podcast. My name is David Walls, Head of Retail Investment Sales, and I'm joined today by my colleague Ian Slattery. This morning we'll be looking at the investment market's recent performance and discussing Zurich's current fund positioning. The Zurich Life Podcast is available to download through the SoundCloud app and also on zurichbroker.ie. You can also subscribe through both iOS and Android, which will allow you to download and listen offline. This investment podcast does not constitute an offer and should not be taken as a recommendation from Zurich Life. Advice should always be sought from an appropriately qualified professional. Hello Ian. After a strong start to the year for equity markets, which continued into April, it looks like they paused for breath in May. Yes, good morning, David. Um, financial markets grappled with a confluence of events throughout the month of May. For example, concerns over a slowing global economy, coupled with rising geopolitical risks, uh, were balanced against a continued dovish positioning of the main global central banks uh, and the backdrop of a decent US earnings season. The US-China trade deal, which of course we've been talking about for more than a year now, uh, had appeared to be drawing to a close. It looks like that's very much been sent back to the drawing board once more. And investors are now eyeing the G20 meeting in late June as the next landmark for potential further development. Rate expectations or interest rate expectations uh, around the globe are shifting downwards somewhat uh, in the face of deteriorating global manufacturing PMI data. And a number of smaller economies, including Australia, cut rates throughout May. In terms of the big central bank players, um, the likes of the Federal Reserve and the ECB have not moved just yet. But markets are closely watching their reaction to any economic data. And this narrative of diverging fortunes between manufacturing and services sectors continues. We've recently hit the longest period of US economic expansion on history. Unemployment in the US is at 50 years lows, but inflation still remains benign and very much below target. Given this current market environment, uh, Zurich believes it makes sense to take a neutral stance on equities on a tactical basis. Okay, and how were returns then across different geographical regions, both in May and, and maybe also for 2019 so far, Ian? Yeah, so as mentioned there, the market was in a bit of a flux uh, throughout the month of May, uh, and equity markets overall fell sharply. Uh, the global market was down about 5.5% for the month in euro terms. Uh, however, it's very much look at this in the context of the overall double-digit positive returns we've seen in 2019 so far. Uh, local currency returns for the major, major markets uh, range from a positive 1.6% in Australia to a negative 7.7% in Hong Kong. The world's biggest and most influential market, the US, was down about 6.5% in US dollar terms. However, a weakening euro currency uh, did help to soften the blow somewhat for Irish investors throughout the month. Okay, so a, a definite pause for breath there. And then how did May pan out in across different equity market sectors? Um, was it a case of pretty well red across the board? Yeah, it was It was very much red across the board. Uh, however, there was a clear divide between what we would call defensive and growth sectors. For example, the more economically sensitive technology and energy sectors returned uh, minus 8.6 and minus 8.9% respectively. And this contrasts with the more defensively orientated real estate and utility sectors, which returned minus 0.1% and minus 1.8% respectively, which although are negative and absolute returns, uh, did put them as the relative best performance across the sectors for the month. And then in bond markets, did they benefit from the risk-off sentiment that was felt in equity markets? Yeah, one of the one of the key key measures we look at is the over five year Euro government bond index, and that was up one point one percent throughout the month of May, and that year to date return now stands at three point six percent. This benefited very much uh, on the back of concerns around global growth and the geopolitical tensions. 
Uh, as alluded to a few moments ago, inflation expectations in the eurozone continued to remain muted. And this led the German 10-year bond yield to move to minus 20 basis points during the month, or minus 0.2%. And this actually marked a new record low for the yield. And it's worth remembering that bond prices and yields uh, move inversely. Stateside, the US 10-year Treasury yield follows suit and moved sharply lower to finish at 2.12% at the end of May, having started the month at 2.5%. So so quite a, a strong move lower in yields on both sides of the Atlantic. Okay, so a bit more positive as you might expect with the risk off. And sticking with the theme of, of fixed interest, so one of the key things we've seen in markets recently, sort of end 2018 into 2019, is, is a shift in interest rate expectations where markets were forecasting interest rate rises. Where are we seeing that now, Ian? Yes, David, the uh, Federal Reserve has shifted to a more dovish tone in recent months. The market now expecting a rate cut before the end of 2019. And this is a striking difference to where we were six months ago. If you remember back to December 2018, the market was talking about how many rate rises they might see from the Federal Reserve in 2019. And this has very much shifted. Uh, Eurozone rates are likely to remain at current ultra-low levels for the foreseeable future, uh, and the idea or the concept of of initiating further uh, asset purchase programmes is very much back on the table for the ECB. Uh, In the UK, the Bank of England is not expected to increase rates again for some time, and that's very much around the the Brexit negotiations and concerns around the, the strength of the economy going forward in the UK. And lastly, um, commodity prices, which had also seen like equities a strong you know, first four months of 2019, how did they fare into May? Uh, well, similar to equities, uh, commodities had a negative month throughout May. And again, as you mentioned, that is very much in the context of a strong first four months of the year. Uh, overall, the index was down 3.7% for the month, as oil, which has been the main driver of the positive return for the sector, saw some of its gains for the year eroded. So, for example, oil closed the month of May at $53.5 per barrel, having started the year at $45 per barrel. Uh, Gold saw some further increases across the month as the equity market volatility saw some investors utilise its safe haven status. Uh, The precious metal moved up nearly 2% in local terms throughout May, and it closed at $1,305 per troy ounce. The euro currency weakened slightly throughout the month of May against the US dollar, and the euro-US dollar rate closed just short of 1.12 at the end of the month. Euro sterling closed at 0.88, having strengthened slightly throughout the month. And then in respect of you know our own in-house asset management, um, we discussed last month how Zurich had moved our equity weightings to the mid-range in our, which are obviously highly popular, multi-asset funds, managed funds, AAA, Prisma, etc. Um, any changes to that position with the weaker markets in May or what's the, the, the current thoughts in? Uh, no major changes throughout the month. Uh, so Zurich's equity position across the multi-asset funds remains at the middle of ranges. And as you mentioned there, that's been the position since late March. However, whilst we do continue to hold a broadly neutral stance on a tactical basis, uh, the recent weakness in markets may lead to some buying opportunities over the coming period. Zurich has been adding corporate bond exposure into the multi-asset funds as well over the over the last mo- couple of months, uh, and that's at the expense of sovereign debt. Uh, so within the sovereign debt sector, uh, Zurich maintains a cautious outlook, and that's been our stance for a period of time at this stage and the bond duration within that sector is low as well. Uh, With regard to geographic equity positions, uh, the main bias is towards Asia-Pacific and that's at the expense of the US and the sector positions for the month were broadly maintained um, and the funds are positively biased towards technology and financial stocks and are negatively biased towards utilities and real estate. That brings us to the end of our monthly investment update. Thanks Ian for that in-depth analysis and thank you our listeners for your time. 
For more information on our fund range and to catch up on our latest investment news, visit zurichbroker.ie. Past performance is not a reliable guide to future performance. Benefits may be affected by changes in currency exchange rates. The value of your investment may go down as well as up. If you invest in these funds, you may lose some or all of the money you invest. Zurich Life Assurance PLC is regulated by the Central Bank of Ireland.